Hey there, and welcome to Vet Club. This will be, oh, I don't even remember the name of our shows anymore. This will be, a, I think, a Vet Discussions um, episode. And um, I'm excited to welcome back to the program, Will Boyd. Will, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me again. So um, you were on for a recent journal club, and um, but you and I have both fairly recently um, gotten back from attending the uh, veterinary leadership experience, and we're going to talk about that. Yes. So the veterinary leadership experience is... Um, kind of what it sounds like. It's a training camp, uh, leadership training camp for people in the veterinary field. And it's put on by the Veterinary Leadership Institute. Um, and yeah, so we we went to the, the program this year. So it was at a, a, a camp in Post Falls, Idaho. And we were there in early June. And uh, so Tell tell us a little bit about um, maybe just the preliminary stuff. Like how how did you get how did you end up uh, going to this camp? And then I can share my story. Yeah, so um, we had received a notification from our associate dean here. Who's um, we? We the students. All the students. Okay. All the students. Like all the students in your class, or all the students and all the students everywhere. So they opened it up to uh, traditionally they only open up to the first year students. Here, okay. But um, this year they opened up to the first year and the third year students because it you was canceled for go. COVID. I see. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. So they opened it up to us and said, um, you know, we have this application to go to this leadership institute mm -hmm. and be there for a week. And uh, the college will send you mm -hmm. and we'll, um, the, we'll the cost it. will be covered. Yep. Um, so you just need to write us a one page paper on why you want to go, what you do and um, how you think that will positively influence you in the college. It. Okay. So um, nothing too crazy. And, uh -huh. um, so but that, you were like, yeah, that sounds like something I want to yeah. do. Yeah. So cool. it's a funny story. Um, so I was like, yeah, this is really cool. Something I want to do. And then it got buried in the list of emails because as, it does, as yeah. you're finishing third year mm -hmm. um, and we're about to go back into clinics for fourth year, mm -hmm. life is crazy. Yep. And um, so you kind of forgot about it, kind of forgot about uh -huh, it. Uh -huh. And so uh, the night before it, it was popped due. up as a reminder. Oh, and <laughs> you like, set yourself a reminder, but only the night before. Yeah. Oh, you really had confidence that you weren't going to forget. How do today, <laughs> do today is my motto. Um, oh, so, it. so yeah, so I was like, oh crap. So um, got together <laughs> and um, wrote my, wrote my paper. Luckily I had some similar stuff I'd written before gotcha. brothers, some scholarships and stuff. Sure. Yeah. So I already had a lot of material there and I really yeah. just had to go through, revamp, reorganize, yeah. put it yeah. together. Um, and then I got notified later in that week that they had selected me cool. to go. And I was like, this is great. You know, I was super stoked. And then I started looking at it. And as I'm sure your group talked about, um, we were all kind of like, okay, well, what does this really what entail? This? Like yeah. now that I'm going, yeah. what does this really mean? Yeah, that's so funny because um, I was approached by our associate um, dean and um, oh, and I don't know what Dr. Pelzer's title is actually, but yeah. Academic uh, director of admissions, admissions and student director, support. Yeah, admissions and student support director. So, so two people in the academic affairs office um, who have both been to it previously and they were like, hey, um, you know, we kind of know that you're interested in education and, and uh, leadership and administration eventually. And, and we think this would be a great experience. Are you interested? So I don't have to write an essay. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. I, they were like, you want to go? And I was like, yes, um, I, let me check my schedule. Yep. I'm available that week. Yeah. So I, yeah, I got to go. Um, uh, so it was a little easier for me, but, um, but I did the same thing. I was like, yeah, totally. I want to, I want to do that. And then I look into it. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, what is it going to be? And, um, 
they didn't really tell me anything. They were just like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's kind of a camp, you know, and, and I've helped out with the, um, orientation for vet school and mm -hmm. you, you probably recognize some similarities. Did you, are you, did you get orientation, like an in-person orientation? We did. You did. Okay. Yes. So, you know, like they did a lot of the same team building kind yep. of things. Um, so we'll talk about that some more. So, um, you know, some of that was kind of familiar, but I was like, and then they were like talking about like roommates and dorm style situations. Like, what have I signed yeah, up you're for? Like, is this like a 12 I was like year an old actual camp? camp? <laughs> this, is this an act? Well, you guys said it was a training camp, but like, that's usually just a word people use. It's not really a camp. It's like, am I going to have to bring a tent? Um, and then almost. it turned out to be an actual summer. And camp. then it was a summer <laughs> camp and you actually were told to bring a sleeping bag. I got yeah. a bed, a twin bed. It was super nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a camp. I was in a cabin. Um, so yeah, there was definitely a lot of that. What did I sign up for? Um, but so then, you know, we, somebody in academic affairs told you that I was going to this as well. Cause you, you were the one that told me, you're like, Hey, yes. I'm also going to that. I was like, Oh, cool. Yes. And at that point, I, I think I had looked in and I realized like students were going, but I, I, it hadn't even occurred to me, um, to, I, it was just like that thing I'm going to do in a, a couple months. And I just, it, it just got put off, put off, put off. And mm -hmm. you were like, oh, I was like, oh, cool. That's fun. And then I was like, is anyone else going? It was, it was just the two of us um, from Virginia, Maryland. Um, and yeah, so we basically show up and they gave us a little bit of information before they were like, you know, uh, bring these types of clothes and, you know, bug spray and sunscreen. You're going to be outside a lot. Okay. Um, and yeah, students bring a sleeping bag and a pillow. And I was like, okay, I'm glad I'm not a student yeah. right now. <laughs> um, a pillow, like what's going on here? And like a few other things, but like not a lot. It was very cryptic. Um, and like meet here at this time. Cause they were, when you booked your flight, they were like, you need to be here by this time. And by the, you need to leave at this time. And I was like, okay. Um, so I guess they're going to transport us, which is cool. And so it was nice because for a lot of the conferences and things I go to, you have to like book your own hotel. So like it was all kind of like just our flight. Like mm -hmm. every other than that, it was all inclusive. Um, and and then what was your response when they were like, the food's going to be amazing. And what was your thoughts? I was thinking I've been to summer camps before. <laughs> yeah, I've heard people say that before. And I was like, so I brought like snacks with me because like whenever people talk about how the food's going to be amazing, I'm like, oh, the food's going to be terrible. Yeah. Like that's, it's going to be so bad. And so I brought like some granola bars and like, just in case the food was really, because I'm like, it's camp food. Like how mm -hmm. amazing is it really going to be? And so I was like, I just, I need to not starve. Spoiler alert. We were week. wrong. Yeah. Really <laughs> we were good. very wrong. It was, it was really good. So we'll, I'm sure we'll spend some time talking about the food. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, it's just this unknown, but then you show up and then we're all sitting in this like waiting area at some hotel and just like, okay, this is a little weird, but we'll see what happens. But then they bust us to the camp, which is a camp. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like, like a fancy camp though. Not going to lie. Yeah. Like I never went to camp like this when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, this is like what I would assume like rich people send their kids <laughs> to for camp. Um, so it was pretty nice. It was nice. Um, nice area in, um, uh, Idaho. Yeah. On a, like a lake stream river on thing. The, on the Spokane river. Spokane river. Yeah. You were yeah. paying more attention than I was. Yeah. Um, and just wooded area cabins all over the place, like a huge property. Like, I don't even think I really know. I never saw the one of the borders. Um, I never got that far, but, um, gorgeous, like just, and the facilities were really nice. Um, but so they bus us there and then we, we get off the bus and, and what did they say? Oh, we got off the bus and they were like cheer. They were like cheerleaders. Oh, everywhere. that's right. That's they right. Were like, they were like you cheering know. for you. Like I haven't done anything yet. Yeah. And they're just like, woo, you guys. Like, yeah, you were like trying to make us feel like we're little celebrities or something. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And yeah. they were videoing, of course. And they, yeah. Videoing. There's videoing video actors all the time. 
Um, and then they sent us to like your check-in so that you can figure out what your bunk assignment was. Yeah, we got our got our rooms. Um, and that and was so what little, was yours like? Um, you know, I actually really, uh, I really enjoyed the time with my roommates. Yeah. Um, so what was your setup like? Because I never so, saw. Because yours were a little different than ours. So. I um, the, I will say the guys were a little bit luckier than the girls as far Cause, as students. Cause there were fewer of you. There's fewer ah, of us. There's yeah. only, there's two guy cabins and there was, um, six guys in one and five in the other. Oh wow. And the girls all had 10 in a room. Oh, <laughs> so you guys just hit that threshold where they couldn't fit you all in one where cabin. They there was 11. One, so oh man. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you guys yeah. lucked out. So, um, it was, you know, uh, I got into the room and I was like, I've been in a lot of camp rooms and this is a little compact. Um, is it? Okay. A lot of the beds are, are they're all twin beds, but they're stacked so, so that like half beds. the head is covered, half the head of one bed is covered by the foot of the other. Oh, that's and weird. They, and okay. they cover the entire wall all the way around the room. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But then we only had five guys in there. So, We're like, everybody gets two beds, you know? Oh, okay. Gotcha. That worked. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So, and then I got in there and. So um, you weren't sleeping right above someone's feet. Thankfully. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, but then you get in there, and so there was the two buses that had brought people yeah. in. Plus, one of our roommates um, came from Cornell, and they got stuck on a, a flight problem oh, that they yep. had. Yeah. Um. So you know, it was a uh, kind of a stressful time. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm more of an introverted person, and so sitting in that room and you're waiting for people to show up, people you've oh, never okay. met before, yeah. and now you know you're like, I have to share a room with you for the next yeah. week. Yeah. And you're like. Uh, who is it going to be? Am I yeah. going to get along with them? What are they like? But it's four other people for you too. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Like what are the odds? We're all going to get along. <laughs> exactly. And, um, okay. and I was like, you know, what's going to happen? And then, um, you know, one trickled in. So um, when you were the first person to get to your room? The first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's very strategic. I found the outlet. Uh, um, <laughs> that is clever. Um, and then I had um, an, another student show up from Texas Tech, which is the new vet school. Uh-huh. Um, and um, super, super great guy. Um, yeah. very, very laid back, likes to have a good amount of fun. Um, get, get can engage in some serious conversation too. Nice. So, um, he popped in and I was like, all right, if this is the caliber of roommates, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. I'm going to make it. Yeah. Gonna make it. <laughs> and then, um, we had, uh, a roommate, um, from, uh, Ross show up uh -huh. and super cool guy. I found out he's actually from Virginia as well. Like oh, me, okay, cool. his, his dad lives here. And so we started going on and on nice. about, you know, yeah. just, just different areas yeah. of the state we visited and things in common. Yeah. The next roommate showed up um, and he was from uh, Mississippi State. Uh -huh. Hilarious kid. Yeah. Hilarious. He's all yeah. kinds of good jokes. And um, and then lastly, our, our last friend from Cornell. And then I knew that night that it was going to be good uh, when oh, cool. the, the, uh, the kid from Mississippi State turns and looks at us and he says, I want to let you all know I am a heavy sleeper. <laughs> Do not worry about waking me up. And he goes, I'm actually going to have an alarm clock to wake me up. And we're like, okay. And he pulls out the old style, like <laughs> cling, cling, <laughs> like with the little clock, bell thing, the metal the bells thing. On oh top, my goodness. And we all lost it. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I promise you will wake up before me. Because <laughs> if not, you'll wake up when this goes off. <laughs> oh, that's too so, funny. So, yeah, once I got through that first night, I was like, all right, I, I know this is going to be a good Okay, room. I know this is a little weird, but I feel like anybody who might want to go to this later will want to know. What was the bathroom situation for you guys like? 
Um, so we had a bathroom in, in the cabin. cabin. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. So the five of you shared a bathroom. Yep. Okay. Um, and it, and it was actually really nice. Um, there was like a separate stall and then separate showers so, gotcha. and then like double sinks. So there was more okay. than enough room for you guys for to, everyone. Yeah. Now I can imagine, okay. I know if the girls ten, if you had 10. Yeah. That's a they, little trickier. They had to do a little bit more planning on their yeah, schedule. Yeah. Like, okay, you're going to do yours. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. But okay. that from what I know that w- they were still fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You sort it out is, is what happens. It's so funny. So, um, I was in the, the, the faculty staff cabin area. Um, and so what we had was, was in a different part of the campground, um, not super far away, but a different part. So we, there were two cabins for the faculty and staff. And I don't remember exactly. There were like maybe 10 or 12 of us in each cabin, but that is set up where there's individual rooms. So, um, then we were paired off. So there were two people per room. Um, so I just had one roommate and so there would be, um, you know, the room is two twin beds and then we shared a bathroom. Um, so a little bit swankier um, than your guys's. Um, um, but same kind of thing. I, and, and my roommate was already there um, when I got there. And again, there's no difference in the beds. I think I think it was kind of like, do you care? I, I, I asked her, I was like, I have zero preference for which side of the room I sleep on. She's like, if you don't care, I prefer those. Like, there you go. It didn't matter. Um, and uh, yeah. And then there was like one, um, you know, chest of drawers. And um, I was like, do you, she's like, I'll sleep, use that, uh, live out of my suitcase. I'm like, okay, I'll put my stuff in the drawers. And, and then she was a night shower and I was a morning shower. So it was like, perfect. So that worked out great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now the interesting thing, I did not know, um, I actually had made some assumptions. I assumed that when they put us in groups or teams that they were going to mix up the faculty and the students. And I, I believe that they've done that in the past, um, but they did not this year. Yep. Um, and I'll be curious to know what your thoughts are on that. Um, but with the way they did it with the faculty, so there were two cabins with 10 or 12 faculty in each cabin. And then there were two teams of faculty and staff and they were opposites. Like, so my roommate was on the other team and that was true of everybody. So whoever you were rooming with was not on your team, which I thought was actually smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you, you know, you do get a break from people <laughs> that you're not spending like all like, okay, cool. We can never get away from each other. Um, so I thought that was nice. It was a good way to like get to know other people as well. Um, so you end up getting to know your roommate reasonably well, and then you get to know your team pretty well. And then you just start talking to other people. But um yeah, so that first night it was just kind of getting settled in and and then we had um, our first dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell us about the food situation. Uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Harriet's cookies take the cake. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially though, they had like a, a dining area um, uh, off the kitchen, which is like, I didn't go into the kitchen, but I imagine it's just like a like huge restaurant style kitchen. Um, but food was, there was a menu and they were like, this is the food you're going to get, which made me nervous um, mm-hmm. because I can be a, picky eater at times mm-hmm. um and uh and it's sort of family style so you sit at like a table of eight or so i can't remember exactly how many people yep. at a table but something like that and then you know you kind of like pick up a, a tray or a bowl or a dish of the food for your table and a couple people would you know bring things over and then you just kind of pass the food around um, there was always a salad bar and then there would be um desserts toward the end and the food was so good yeah it was, it was so good. It was not a good week for like my like exercise. Diet and exercise intake. stuff. No, <laughs> it, it, but it wasn't like it was horribly unhealthy either. No. It was, it was just, you kept eating. You just kept eating. You ate a full meal. breakfast, a full lunch, a full dinner. And then there were like their snacks in between. And for some reason there were times that I'm like, oh, I need a snack. I don't know why yeah. I didn't need a snack. I'd had plenty of calories, but like, 
I will say that the family style did kind of help for me with like portion control. Mm -hmm. Cause like, it was like, this is so good, but I'm like, there's other people around, exactly. and, you know, I was like, yeah. ah, I meant to make sure everybody gets some. So I didn't like, you know, it overdo felt very it. like communal. It was. Right? Yeah. But the food was just so good. And I don't understand how, when you're serving like a hundred people and like, it was already at the same time, which normally when you have food and you have to have it already at the same time, stuff's been sitting there for a while and it doesn't taste good. The meat gets rubbery. This gets soggy. That, and it was not, it was, it was good. Everything was good. I don't know if there was anything I didn't eat. Yeah, like I, I think I, I ate I think every meal everything I ate. and I don't do that. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> and they had, um, they had a good salad, like a good salad bar every, every time, every meal, lunch and dinner. And so I had a lot of salads, so that was good. Yeah. Um, and then they did the like full like oatmeal bar. In yeah. The and the breakfast bar, there was like oatmeal and fruit and yogurt and all of that. But then there was always like a full breakfast as well. So like it, like if you were a picky eater, like I thought I was like, maybe I'm not that picky, but I, like everything they made. I, and then there were, there were some things that I was like, mm. they had, there was meatloaf night. I don't like meatloaf. That meatloaf was good. Yeah. I mean, I don't think meat should come in a loaf like that's for bread, <laughs> but it was good. Um, and then they did a good job. So I'm not vegan or vegetarian, but there are several people that were. And so talking to the people that were vegan and vegetarian, they like, rather than just being like, you can have salad, they made them a version a vegan or vegetarian version or for most meals, like the chili, they said, yep. they were like, this is really good. Or the meatloaf, they had some sort of, it was obviously not meat, but they had a loaf of stuff and they were like with the same like flavorings and spicings and stuff. And they were like, this is really good. So the people who were vegan or vegetarian also were well cared for. Yes. I think everybody to them. was well cared for yeah. is what I, I seem to pick so up. So if you're like me, you might listen to this if you're thinking about doing VLE and you'll be skeptical about the food and I get it. Um, and I still have the snacks that I brought with because I brought them back because I didn't have to eat any of the stuff that I brought. Um, the food was really fantastic. But it was like home style food too, which was nice. You know, it wasn't like eating out every day. Exactly. But it was also awesome because somebody else was cooking it and cleaning up after you. Yes. Um, You're just like, here's my plate. Here's my fork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did a clear our table. Like you had to clear the yep. And so that, it was super well organized. So yeah, the food was impressive. Um, I have to admit, I, I really thought I was going to be like, yeah, they talked about how good the food was, but it was. No, it was legitimately really good. So I feel like we should probably talk about yeah. some of the leadership stuff. <laughs> I was say, the, the real, I think the real <laughs> transformation stuff came in and the different, uh, I think actually my biggest um, like growth mm -hmm. in the entire uh, week was in the small group work. Yeah. So they broke us up into teams of like 12. Yep. Right. Um, and so what we would do is we would spend each morning in the larger group with everybody in a room and we would do kind of like an intro and kind of prep like what what is the focus of the day. But then we would break up into our individual teams um, and it was the same team the whole week. And so you you each day you would do some type of individual, uh, not individual, but smaller group activities um, to really dig in and get into the stuff. And I think that is where the intention is for all the, the, mm -hmm. the really meaty stuff to kind of happen. Um, and so this was where, again, uh, so my group was all faculty and staff. There were no students in my group. Um, and I asked about that because actually I was wrong. The first, uh, I was talking to somebody, uh, one of the people that I knew prior to this camp. Um, and then she was like, there's all faculty and staff in my group. Is, is, I was like, oh, I think ours is mixed. Because we didn't, in that first night, like we didn't go into, yeah. and we didn't have time to really talk to anybody. And I just looked around and some of the people looked really young. <laughs> yeah. So, 
<clears throat> I just assumed that like half of them were students and we, and it's partly because that was the assumption I had coming in that they were going to mm -hmm. mix this up. And I was totally wrong. So the next day I found it was like, Oh, nope. It's all faculty and staff. That, in my was, group. that was one of the weirdest things for me at, the, at this camp in general. Uh -huh. Um, especially with, with you, mm -hmm. the fact that everywhere I walked around, the doctor title was dropped. Yep. Yeah. You were I Bobby, they were yeah. Susie, they were yep. Joe. And it was, it was weird because you get so used to being on clinics, being yeah. in school and everything's saying, very formal you are and blah, 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 blah. So and yeah. so you yeah. are so, and going down the line and then you get there and they're like, Hey, what's up? You know? Yeah. yeah. And you're kind we're of, all just people. We're all just people yep. and colleagues and colleagues. Yeah. 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 So that was a really weird adjustment for me. And I had I the same imagine. thing too, where I looked around and I'm like, are you student? Are you faculty? And it didn't matter. And it did after a while matter. it just didn't matter no nope. yeah now the the it, it mattered for your your dorm assignment but other yeah. than that <laughs> it really didn't matter and like and, and the other thing i actually thought when we got into the not to get it back on the food but when we got into the dining hall i th I, th I was like are they gonna have a sit with our teams nope you, i sat with different people every meal yeah every I, meal i had a um like a group of people that I sat with uh -huh. for most meals, yeah. but we were all from different small groups. Oh, nice. So it was actually yeah, really nice because we would sit down and be like, well, that what was did like you your secondary do? group. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> nice. what did you do today? Oh, what funny. did we do? Like, how was your day did going? Did you guys sit at the same table each time? Yeah. We, oh, you we did. You were table. one of those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I sat, like I was in a region. I was usually like, I wanted to be real close to the kitchen. Yeah. Um, no, not really. That's just, I came in, I was like, all right, this one's open. I'd sit down. But I was, so I probably sat at six or eight different tables at least. Um, throughout the whole thing and I, literally with different people every time I mean obviously there were some repeats here and there but mm -hmm. um, so and most of the, so the tables were mixed up students faculty you know whatever um, now proportionately there were a lot more students at this than there were faculty Absolutely. and staff so there were again about two dozen faculty and staff and then probably 75 I students say, I think there's because there were eight groups of no oh eight groups 12. total yeah yeah at least yeah yeah because we were team eight were we was that were there eight teams total yeah. I so that, so. so yeah, there was about a yeah. hundred people yeah. and, um, yeah. So, and, and so three quarters was students. So there were obviously going to be times when maybe all students at a table or something like yeah. that, but that's just statistically going to happen. Yes. Um, but I would agree that the, the small group work was, was, yeah, where really a lot of it happened. So, you know, from a, a leadership standpoint, you know, what, what did you get out of this? Um, besides three extra pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, for me, there's really two things. Um, a lot more self-reflection. Um, and so, you know, I know I'm an introvert. I know. Um, so if you do the Myers-Briggs test, I fall under the architect. I'm very much of the like thinker mm -hmm. and I want to fix the problem. And I just want to like do that now. We're mm -hmm. going to get it done and I'll do it, by, but I'll do it by myself. Mm -hmm. And um, so really seeing how my personality type plays out with other people mm -hmm. and you know we see it every day like okay well i think their personality type is this but when they're actually communicating to you i'm an extrovert i'm a feeler i'm mm -hmm. a thinker mm -hmm. and then you see how you interact that to me was a phenomenal learning curve mm -hmm. because it's like hang on a second like so um one of the um, girls in my group is very heavy on the feeler side. Mm -hmm. And when we were leaving, she was like, I need hugs from everybody. I need your <laughs> phone number. You need to call me. Yeah. We need to catch up. And I was like, I could have just said goodbye and left. Right. And right. here she is expressing what she, she needs. needs. Yeah. And so, and so to me, that and were was you okay a, with that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm okay with that. And but if you I had been like, you know understand. what? I'm not, I'm not a hugger. Would she have been okay with that too? I think so. Yeah. If she would have been like, you know, stay in touch and yeah, so, be like, that's fine. You know what? But I'd rather not hug. And yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing is it's ne- negotiating that and asking for what you need and what you want. Um, and then hearing the other side and yeah, that's cool. So, yes. so a lot of communication, like how do you reflect on your own needs and, and what that does for your communication and how do you read other people or maybe just ask directly, you know, yes. what you need. Um, very yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I actually felt like this, um, for me more than, a, a leadership camp, it felt more like a teamwork camp, mm-hmm. you know, but then I, and then I think about that more. I'm like, well, those are kind of, there's a lot of overlap there. You know, I mean, I, I think one of the marks, it, it, there's so many different theories about leadership out there. Um, but you know, it, you, you don't lead a group of one, you exactly. know, right? Like that, that's, that's irrelevant. You're just, you're being yourself. Um, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with, you know, working individually for things, but the whole point of leadership is that you are leading a group of people. And in order to do that effectively, you, you do have to be a team. Um, and so for me, I, I, I don't think they were necessarily explicit about saying like, okay, part of being a good leader is making sure you're developing a good team. So we're going to spend a lot of time this week doing teamwork activities, but that's what happened. At least from my perspective, that's, that's exactly what happened. And so we spent, you know, the first couple of days, you're still just getting to know one another and it's all very tentative and, you know, people's personalities are starting to come out a little bit. And that, but like by the end, so my group was awesome. Um, by the way, like just, just everybody was just fantastic. And, um, so we have now this group chat on WhatsApp and we're talking every day, like in a group of, you know, a dozen of us and, and our, and our facilitators. And we're just like, boop, boop, boop. And just, everybody's just sending messages and pictures. And I'm just like, this is so fun. Cause I was thinking toward the end, I'm like, Ooh, I need to make an effort to like, you know, in six months or three months or whatever, reach out to these people and just stay in touch. And pff, that's not going to be an issue because we're just no. chit-chatting every darn day. Like it's crazy. It's so it's funny. My family does the same thing. We have a family chat um, with like 13 or 14 people and just sending random bits all the time. And, you know, some days somebody doesn't contribute anything and other days people, you know, and it's, that's what this feels like is like a second family chat. And some of the stuff you just, you know, like bad dad jokes that I love and you just grown <laughs> at and, and, but just people checking in and like, Hey, um, you know, what's everybody doing? And, um, uh, ACVIM is a conference that's going on right now. And um, one of the, so there's, I think three people from our group that are there and one of the people was presenting. And so the other person took a picture of him presenting was like, look at Tom, he's doing him. And so, you know, it's just this like, just building each other up and supporting one another. And it's, it's just been awesome. So for me, it felt like the emphasis is on team building. And I, I think that's really important for leadership. Yeah. And I, I, I think we got the same thing too. So, well, I think what is interesting is the facilitators have a lot of discretion mm-hmm. in the activities that they do yeah. in the order that they do them. Yep. They have like a laundry list of things that mm-hmm. they can do. Um, well, our facilitators made the decision and apparently they do this every year that they quote unquote, throw us into the fire immediately. Yeah. So the first activity my group did uh-huh. was get the entire team over the 10 foot wall. Okay. So let's just take a second and explain these activities. Yep. So what, what are these, what do you mean activities? So the small group activities, um, there's a lot of different ones. Some of them require more physical things like the 10 foot wall or. So this is where the camp part comes in. The so there's part, like exactly. this is huge, you know, facility out in the grass and the woods and things like that. And they have various structures and, and things around with basically planned activities where there are rules for a group to, you yes. have some goal, they, they tell you, here's your goal, here are the rules, here are the limitations, figure it out. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the, this is what you have to accomplish. You have to, so for yours, it was get everybody over a 10 foot wall. Yeah. And so if you go online and you look up, um, this is- Which a, not you know, at the moment, you can't do it 
at the moment. You're talking no, about afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's the no cheating and looking it up. Yeah. The listeners, if if you go watch a video of this teamwork exercise mm-hmm. getting people over the wall, it's this big wooden wall, mm-hmm. and you have to get the entire team over. But mm-hmm. the stipulation is is that once someone crosses the quote unquote crosses the wall, they are no longer able to help get the next team member across. Oh, okay. And we, d- we didn't do this activity. Oh, you didn't do no. it? Okay. So the way it works is you can have up to two people at the top of the wall at any time. They uh-huh. can't start up there. You have to get them up. Okay. So you get but them- once two people are up before you get a third person, one of them has to- One has to, well, one has to come down when the third person comes up. Gotcha. So you okay. can have two people at the top helping you get oh, okay. people over. Okay. But then once you have three up there, the, the, the first third. one has to come down gotcha. and they cycle gotcha. through. Gotcha. Um, and so it's very strategic on mm-hmm. who do you put up when. Yeah. And so- um, uh, my so they room- just threw you right into the fire, like yeah. figure this out. Figure and out. so you had a mixture of students. Were any of your roommates on your team? I had one. One. Okay. Because yes. there's, yeah, it'd yep. be hard otherwise. So there's not a, enough teams. a guy from Cornell. And, okay. Um, but so mostly it's people that are you're not rooming with. Mostly. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I had a guy from Cornell and um, he's, he's a very, he's very into physical fitness. Okay. Um, All right. And, and he's a, he's a wonderful guy. I hope he's listening to this um, <laughs> because him and I were relied a lot upon a yeah. lot to do. Cause you're taller and you're a little, yeah, a little stronger, taller, yeah. a little stronger than the rest of the group. Yeah. Um, and so him and I were given the job of basically being the base gotcha. of getting everybody over except at the end. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did Ex- you guys not think of that? Except at the end, okay. we have to get over ourselves. Yeah. And what does that mean? We only have each other to get over. So we, oh, uh, okay. we were okay, a little, curious. we were strategic about it. So we okay. found some of the, um, like lighter and there's people two people at up, the top that can, that can help, help you up but you got to be thinking yep. about who's the last two people there yep so we started with the first two people were people who were confident in their abilities to help get people over okay and so we got them up and so uh-huh. once we had people up we started cycling through yeah and we were getting so could those two people stay at the top yes. they, okay so anybody you wanted to send back down you could as, like soon, as, as long as as long as you didn't have more than two people helping at the top yes but okay. the way the, there was a rule so that there's a cycle. So the first person up, oh, no. okay. and then the so second person, and then once the third right. person comes up, that first the person first, oh, okay. has so to it, come it, down. You couldn't just leave those two people up couldn't at the top. Just leave gotcha. them at okay. the top. That's what I was wondering. Okay. Yep. And so, so, yeah. so we started going through and then um, we were getting down towards the end and you know, we had a moment. We were like, "All right, we need to stop right here yeah. and talk." Because you got into a groove, and you're just like, "Boom, boom, boom," and nobody's thinking about it. And you're yes. like, "Wait, we had to. <laughs> okay. We have to get to the end game." So, okay. um, we had uh, there was a girl on our team from Ohio State, and she said, "You know, I feel confident that I can be the last one over if okay. if myself and the, um, the guy from are the Cornell are at and the can, top, okay, and can get her up." Cool. So she volunteered to she say, volunteered. I think I can do this. Okay. And that was, that was, um, how was that going to 10 foot wall? Like she just, she's like, I can jump really she's high. She's going to have to run and jump. Yeah. Boom. All um, right. And so that was really a leap of faith. And she told us later, Literally she and goes, figuratively. Lit- yeah. And so she's like, you know, I volunteered myself. She goes, but as, as that set in and after <laughs> it was kind of like a, oh, what have oh, I crap, done? Now I have to do this. Yeah. And they're counting on me. And we're counting. Yeah. Cause we don't finish this yeah. thing. If Okay. Yeah. So, um, so her and I were able to get, um, the teammate 
flight from Cornell over. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so, and then um, she was able to get me up with the help Boom. of him at the top. Okay. And so we were all at the end and we're all standing there. And that's the thing. Nobody can help her. Yep. She is on her own yep. to get up at least halfway. And presumably there's no like boulders or anything that can be, you know, nope. you're just like, nope, it's nope. 10 foot. Okay. And so. And you guys are leaning over as far as you can. As far but as nobody else can be holding onto your legs. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. Wow. So it was, you know, and in the moment you're kind of like, we're so close. And it would be devastating if we don't get this, even though there's no consequences whatsoever. None. But like <laughs> you still, you're it's, like, but we want to do this. We want to do yep. this. And so she tried just doing like a standing jump and yeah. she missed our hands by like two inches, three inches, <gasps> wow. just barely. And we were like- From just standing flat footed? Yeah. Dang, that's um, impressive. And then- She did have some mad ups. She did. <laughs> <laughs> and then she tried to get like a little, a little hop off the wall. Uh-huh. Okay. But the problem is you you're pushing backwards. yourself backwards. Yeah, it's hard so to go up So she was missing there. us by more. So what she ended up doing is she just took a few steps back and she finally just kind of jumped forward uh-huh. and okay. we were able to catch she's, her. I mean, we oh caught her hands gosh. and it was just, so when it ended up it's happening. It's like in a movie, she's going to fall off the cliff and yeah. it's this literal cliffhanger. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so um, the teammate from Cornell was able to like, really like, he's like, he got look. a good grip. Yeah. He told, we told her, look, aim for his hand. And then I told her, I will find your other hand. Okay, I will find you. So you just work on you. one thing. You focus you on focus this and on I will one, focus. Okay, good. And we will get you. So <laughs> she just grabbed onto his hand as tight as she could. Yeah. And then I was able to get down there and swing and grab her other hand and oh just pull her goodness. over. Oh my goodness. You know, so it worked. It worked. You and we were it. all super excited. But yeah. I mean, talk about an icebreaker for a group that's yeah. never worked together. So that's what I'm curious um, because thinking back to some of the activities we did in early on is, you know, there's always that like, I, I'm still learning people's names, right? Like yep. we go through and introduce ourselves, but like, I don't remember anybody. I'm real bad with that. I mean, by the end of the, you know, two days in you're, you're pretty good, but you're just like, okay, I don't know this. And you're, you you do not want to upset people because it's the first week and you're going to spend the whole week with these people, but you also want to get through and you have a bunch of people who have ideas and, and they've got opinions and they're like, Oh, you know, what about this? And, and you very early on, people already start to kind of these are going to be the quieter people and these are going to be the people who are a little more dominant. And we, we did um, early on, you know, let's, let's try to make an effort to ensure everybody, you know, feels comfortable speaking up and that everybody's voice is heard, which is easier said than done in a group of 12 people. Um, But so I'm curious how you guys found that dynamic. Was it, was it very similar or did you feel like everybody was, was chiming in? Was it chaotic or did like clear, you know, dominant voices emerge? What, what happened there? Um, yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Honestly, we had, uh, points of chaos. We had points of leadership, points of quietness. Um, you know, I, I know that I was the points one of contention, points of contention. Yeah. Yep. Um, Good. I was the one that I, you know, when we were about four or five people from the end, I was kind of like, hold up a second. Yeah. Like it hit me. Mm-hmm. I was like, who's last. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I was like, How are we can do I do that? You know, and I questioned yeah. myself for a second. Yeah. And then that's when I kind of stopped the group. And I was like, look, yeah. before we go any further, we need to stop and think. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing in, you know, veterinary yeah. medicine. Yeah. You have to stop and think three or four steps ahead sometimes. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, we had all of those different um, kind dynamics. of dynamics yeah. and moments and even throughout the week. And actually what I think is interesting is I think we started heavier on the dominant quiet voices Mm -hmm. and as we got to know each other it got to be more and more competing 
Ah, interesting. And, and because we were more comfortable yeah. with sharing our ideas, which is yeah. good. Yeah. But when you need to make a decision, yeah. it's 12 very people, hard. It's really hard. At times you need to be like executive decision this. Um, so I'm very used to in my life. So I'm, I'm also mostly introverted. I'll be, I'm usually pretty like in the middle on most of the Myers-Briggs things. And I'm introverted in the sense that um, where I get my energy is quiet time, you know, by myself or in a small group. So like at the end of every one of these days, I was exhausted, like exhausted. And and I, at times when we were doing things in the evenings, I had to like force myself and I always have a good time when I, but I was just like, I just want to go back to the room and sleep. And one of the nights I did the second night, cause like we came from, you know, the other side of the other coast, that first night was rough. It was rough. Right? I woke up so at like, 3.30 in the morning. Oh my gosh. It was so rough. And cause they're like, okay, activities until, you know, it wasn't that late on that coast but it was until like nine o'clock which was midnight or so our time or one o'clock I don't it, it was late and then we were up fairly early each day but so the next night um the night after the first one there was some activity in the evening and I was like no um I went to bed early um I think that I, it might have even been the bonfire night which I wanted to attend but I was just exhausted so I slept for like 11 hours that night and it was worth it um but um so that's the introvert in me that's like I just need to like step away for a bit and um and recharge but I'm not a shy person right? Uh, anybody who's met me would not ever call me shy. I'm not a quiet person. Um, and I'm certainly used to taking charge um, in various situations at work and, and other, you know, I, I played sports for years. I was a catcher, which is also kind of the de facto, like take charge position because you're the one person who can see everything. Um, and then obviously in my role, in emergency critical care, like having to run the room in emergency. So like, I don't have a problem taking charge. Um, and so for me, I'm always like, okay, but don't be a jerk and like just bull over everybody. Like I always have to be conscious of that. And and I am, and like, I'm always like, okay, especially at like a leadership camp. Okay. Don't, you know, like step back. Like that's what I have to work on. Um, I know personally for myself. Um, so what I tried to do was take on the role, kind of like what you had just said you did. It was like, Hey guys, can we just pause for a second? Like it just got a little chaotic and like, let's just, let's just stop. Um, because like this person's talking, this person's talking, this person, you know, or, but there were times when that wasn't my role. There were other times. Uh, that's what I found kind of fascinating was that at, especially as the week went on and, and as you, uh, you know, implied, as you get more comfortable with each other, you start to just naturally fall into different roles and we change roles all the time, mm -hmm. which I thought was also cool when you have a group of people that you trust, which we built over that week, right? The first couple of days, like you don't really know anybody and it's hard to really trust people. But as that trust builds, then you start to go, okay, yeah, they can handle that. And if they say they can do it, then they got it. And I don't have to worry. I don't have to micromanage everything. Um, and so I can take a backseat in this one. Um, or if I look around and nobody's, okay, I can step up on this one. And the other thing that we did at this camp though, which I really liked. <clears throat> and I think for us, we ended up, we, we, we talked a lot uh, is we would have a debrief after each activity, oh, those, uh, right? The debriefs were the highlight. Yeah. Me. And so uh, essentially we would do an activity and usually complete it. Not always. Um, and, and then, you know, when, things were done then we would sit back down as a group and we'd say like okay what happened like talk about it um and we would have those conversations and we went we had some long conversations that would go off on other tangents and people would bring up not tangents but like re you know related things and, and how do we bring it back to this and um i think we, there were a couple times when our uh, our facilitators were like yeah we were going to do another activity but that we just let that conversation go because it was going really well um and so that's where the magic happened right yeah. like the activities are fun it gets you up and moving around and, and kind of breaks up the monotony but then you sit down and you you talk about it like you know when you did this this happened and um and not everything worked right like yeah. there were times like yeah we were just like 
boneheadedly going on and, you know, doing the wrong thing until somebody finally was like, hey, oh, okay, you know. And so we had to talk about some of that stuff early on. And um, But it is cool the way as the, the week went on how how much better we got as a team mm-hmm. at, at navigating those things. Yeah. Um, it was fun. I, I agree. And, um, you know, I really enjoyed the small group discussions after the yeah. activities because yeah. – that's where the that's magic where, happened. <laughs> yeah, that's where the magic happened. Yeah. And I got to truly understand what people value, what mm. they see in themselves yeah. um, versus what I see in them. Yeah. Um, you know, especially when you talk about getting over the wall on that first activity, a lot of people talked about trust. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, we had to trust myself and Strangers. the other student yeah. to get us over this wall and then just be confident that the other people could do what they needed to do. Yeah. And you've just met these people and it's like, okay, I guess this this is what we have to work with. Right. And, um, so that was a big one for me. And another big one for me actually came at the end of the week. We had an activity. You have to quote unquote cross the river and there's, yeah. Yes. So there's these stones. (laughs) We did that one too. Yeah. There's, um, that was our hardest one. There's, stones on the ground and like pavers like pavers like yeah that are like worked into the ground yeah and then you have these boards that you like four by fours that are probably what like eight or ten feet long yeah and you can put them between stones and there's i don't remember there's three layers of stones across the river yeah something like that yeah and um you have to get the team across the river get everybody across this raging river that you couldn't possibly swim in yeah um But the the catch is the boards are not long enough to go from the say the first layer to the second to not all of them. They like there's some them. that they will reach and some that they won't. Exactly, <clears throat> and so it's it's and then but you, you get, can't you can't walk out and measure. <laughs> yeah, you can't walk out and measure. Um, and then what gets even more tricky is that there's not enough boards. Yeah, and you have to move boards around. Yeah, and if you fall quote if you fall off your little island, yep. then the facilitators will just grab you and throw you wherever they, they told want. us there were consequences yes. when they were giving us the instructions they're like and if the board touches the water or if a person touches the water there will be consequences and then yes. we found out later the consequences were the board washes away um and at one point sometimes the boards get caught by the stones and yep. if you can get to that stone you might be able to recover the board other times they wash away forever um and then people also wash away and maybe end up on a stone yep. <laughs> we, we lost one person that way she didn't die she ended up on a stone it was fine but um yeah it was uh it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And that for me, um, at that point in the week, so um, I'm kind of similar to you in that, you know, I'm willing to step up and take charge <laughs> mm-hmm. if I see the opportunity. But if I feel like there are voices that are already taking control, then I will try to put myself in like an advisory position yeah. just to kind of give ideas and thoughts. Yeah. Um but actually in that activity is when I got frustrated ah. and that was really interesting for me because I'm like, I've worked with these people. I can see the answer in my head. I'm a very visual person mm-hmm. when it comes to that. And, um, even to the point, um, one of my group mates and I had gone off to the side during a little rain break cause it started oh, raining. Yeah, that's right. And, um, so you did it on the last day. Yes. Okay. And um, we we went and uh, we took pine cones and sticks and stones. And like mapped it and out? mapped it oh, out. Oh, that's so funny. We mapped out where everyone was at that time, where the boards were, where uh-huh. the stones were. Oh, and because I'm <laughs> just, hilarious. it's my type of, yeah, I love it. you know, kind love of, it. it's a little bit of hands-on, but it's really visual. Yeah. And I tell people like, um, when it comes to things like that, I often that's see things really from the air. Yeah. Right? And I that can bird's see, eye view. That's bird's your, eye view yeah. Like a chessboard, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I can see people moving in my head where they mm-hmm. need to go. 
And so uh, her and I were working on that. And then we came back. And we're like, like, we think we've got it figured we out. We've got it figured out. Yeah. But the problem that we ran into is the really the physical distance between us and the people who were out on the stones trying to tell, trying to communicate to them what oh, we wow. saw. And they're not the same type of they visual. Or, yeah. So you guys were not able to communicate that effectively communicate. initially. And I got really frustrated because I'm oh, like, wow. I know what we have to do to get everyone across. Just listen to me. And I'm saying it and <laughs> yeah. nobody will listen. They're not understanding. Exactly. And, oh, um, and actually it, the facilitator saw it. They yeah. saw me walk away. They saw me kind of, you know, just with my head down, just kind of like uh-huh. recouping myself, trying uh-huh. to get myself together. And they also told me after, they're like, you got quiet. Uh-huh. And that's how we knew. Yeah. And so when we got in that small group discussion, mm-hmm. they pointedly asked me. The facilitator yes, said? Yeah. They looked at me and said, how were you feeling? Yeah. And, you know, I looked up and I said, you know, I was going to bring this up, but I'm glad you asked me directly. Yeah. And I was like, I was frustrated. Yeah. Because I could not communicate what I was saying to them, yeah. and they could not see what I was. I was like, "This is saying. obvious. I figured it out." Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we ended up following a, another path to get the answer, and that's the thing that also there's, worked. There's other paths yeah. that work, and so you know, knowing that, right? You know, we always tell ourselves, "Oh, I know there's other ways we can do it," but like, do but we let's ever do accept mine. it? Yeah, exactly. Right? And so. Um, How were you feeling after, like in that moment, you're frustrated because you're not communicating well and you're like, I think I have this sorted. We've, you know, I can explain it to you um, and you're not listening. But then when they figured the other thing out, were you just kind of, were you also frustrated or were you like, oh, okay, that's cool. I think so. What happened is I kind of like resigned right after that frustration. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look, this is not worth truly getting upset over. So you sort of self-regulated there. I self-regulated and I held it in kind of, you know, let it go a little bit. Mm -hmm. I would say it wasn't completely gone. Sure. Um, but then, you know, when, when I, when I saw what they were doing, I was like, you know what, my job is to be part of this team. Mm-hmm. And if they want to pursue this path, then I will I'm gonna make do my sure best. Yeah. that I'm doing my best. Yeah. To I'm going to try this. to support it now. Okay. Here's my question. Do you think if that had been the first activity you would have gotten as frustrated? Like now that you've gotten to know your team and do you think that allowed you to get more frustrated? I think it did. Yeah. Because I think going back to what we were talking about earlier, I felt more comfortable with them. I felt comfortable sharing my ideas and my thoughts with them. And so, but also the expectations are raised too, right? You're like, I I have these expectations that these are people I know and I trust and like, they're not really listening to me. It's funny because if you were, if that was the first one, I bet you wouldn't have gotten frustrated. You'd be like, okay, whatever, not a big deal. But like the stakes almost felt higher because you're like, but we're a team and we can do these things. And we have, you know, it's it's interesting. We've proven that we can do all of these things together. So another one of the activities that we did was, um, and this, uh, this really to me proved that the team can work together. Mm -hmm is we were taken downstairs to the gymnasium mm-hmm. and we were blindfolded Ooh. and they dropped we did a lot of blindfolded stuff. We <laughs> did a lot of blindfolded stuff. They dropped a rope somewhere in the gymnasium okay. and they told us we had to find the rope okay. and we had to make a perfect square blindfolded. What? Yeah. And that was a moment of like, okay, first of all, how do I find this rope? And you could and talk to each other though. We could talk okay. to each other. Okay. And it, this is not like, you know, like a big outdoor rope. This is like a small, like stringy thing. Oh gosh. So first off you had to find the rope. <laughs> so first off oh, you God. had to find it. I mean, yeah. this thing was like. Okay. And that gymnasium carpet was kind of gross though. Not going to lie. Crawling around on the grass. <laughs> <laughs> it was like half an inch thick in oh, diameter. Wow. So okay. it was not very big. 
Um, so you might not notice if you s- stepped on it or kicked it or exactly. something. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, you know, I, I had that as a moment where I kind of took a little charge and I said, yeah. look, we can't just wander aimlessly around this yeah. gym. We'll never find right. it. Right. Yeah. We have so to have a grid. <laughs> we have to have a grid. Yeah. And so what we did is we were all talking to each other. We all found each other's hands. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of still directionally knew where certain walls were in the yeah. gym. Okay. Um, and so what I did is I told everyone, I said, look, grab a hand. I'm going to lead us to a wall. And they're like, yeah. why are we going to a wall? Like, cause said, we need a point of reference. Corner, yeah. And I said, we're just going to work our we're way across. Sweep across. And we swept across. And so we actually were, Love we're just it. walking at first, kind of sweeping with our feet it and it didn't, didn't work. Yeah. And so someone in the group was like, I think we're going to have to get on our hands and yep. knees for this. So yep. we were down there, hands and knees. Yeah, but staying close to each other. Yep. yep. And we found it and we, we actually- How exciting was that first step? That was thriller. <laughs> um, but then what gets difficult is you don't need 13 people to make a square. No. And In so, fact, that's too many people. That's way too many people. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, you know, it happened to be um, the girl next to me who found it. Mm-hmm. And so- the, it was her and the girl on the other side of her who were making the square, and they asked me to step in to basically help guide them because the other rule was if you find the rope and touch the rope, you can no longer let go of the rope. Oh, ooh, twist. Okay. So, yeah. Gotcha. So, so you had to be strategic about have to that. Be strategic about who touches it. Yeah. And whose hands get involved. Yeah. And so if you have too many, yeah, but that, everybody else is just standing around. Exactly. Feeling very helpless. Being helpless yeah. and distant. And yeah. that was one of the things they conveyed they to us later, to, yeah. which is interesting because that's the opposite of how I felt. You know, I felt the same way when we were crossing the river. Mm-hmm. I felt distant mm-hmm. and I felt useless. Yeah. And so, you know, hearing their concerns, you're like, okay, like, sorry, we can communicate more, you know, but then when you're really put on the other side of that coin, you're like, wow, this really sucks. Yeah. This (laughs) isn't fun at all. Yeah. I think the, the, in general, the facilitators do, cause they, I, they don't have it all mapped out, um, which activities you're going to do for the week or even for each day. Like they meet in the morning. It's like, okay, what does our group need to do and which activity do we think they're going to, at least I'm pretty sure that's how they're doing. Cause I, cause they, ours had said a couple times, well, we were going to do this, but we're going to change it up. Sometimes the weather has to adjust. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to adjust the plans too. But I do think they're, they try to consciously choose activities cause we didn't do like we did the river crossing one, but we didn't do the other two. So like, obviously every group was doing different things and they, um, I think what they do is they kind of negotiate like, which activities do you want for your group and try to figure out, okay, well, we'll do this in the morning and that one maybe in the afternoon um, based on what, um, you know, conflicts are, we think this is going to, to bring up and, and how do we get the group to, to solve that? And um, so it, it's very nice a way of doing rather than sitting in and like just being lectured at about leadership, right? Yes. It's like, let's go and try to do it. So we're going to give you these activities and you're at various points throughout the week, you're going to have to take on different roles. And some of them are going to be obvious leadership roles. Others are going to be backseat leadership roles, which are still important leadership leadership roles, right? Um, and then we're going to, after you do it, we're going to throw you in there. Then we're going to talk about it and, and you know, what worked and what didn't and why and and have those conversations. And so it allows for a lot of the um, unique dynamics of an individual group of people um, to to come through and, and let you as a person, rather than say, okay, here's this cookie cutter, this works for everybody. Like, nope, you get to kind of do that self-exploration and find out for yourself what is working and, and you know, how am I contributing in a positive way to, you know, the team's effectiveness and what's working and what's not. So you get to do that self-reflection um, and then hear other people's perspectives, which is sometimes surprising. You're like, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't think of that. That's that's actually really interesting. Or, oh yes, I ex- experienced that exact thing. Okay. I'm not alone. I was experiencing something similar. Um, so I do think um, as a 
process. Um, it's a it's a very cool way to um, approach leadership training. Whereas, like, just throw you into various you know fake you know made up situations that nonetheless feel very like important. Like we've got to solve this yes. problem. Like it's yeah. so funny. The stakes are there are no stakes, literally none whatsoever. And yet here we are. Like, but we the the river crossing one we ran out of time, and we're like, too bad. We'll be late to dinner. Like <laughs> the yeah. dinner bell rang, and uh, as good as the food was, we were like we ha- we had like a few. We, we had almost everybody across, and our strategy was was we had we'd finally figured it out we struggled with that one it was at the end of the day we were tired mm-hmm. we were like it, it, people it, we yeah it, it pushed us to our limits for sure but um but we're like no uh, we're we're going to continue because why nothing changed if we didn't go come but we felt like we needed that right like you, you want to finish this um so it, it was really interesting and uh, again i'm i'm super grateful for the opportunity to get to know um some people that i might not have otherwise come across in in my career and um just some really really fantastic fantastic people and um, really enjoyed that, the, the connections that I made there. And um, again, for me, the, the most powerful thing was just the reminder or emphasizing how important team building is to good leadership. I think that's for me was the biggest takeaway of that. Um, if you don't have a good cohesive team, it doesn't matter what kind of a leader you are. Exactly. Like it just doesn't matter. You have to be a team first. Um, and if I'm not the leader, whatever, if, if we've done a good job building the team, um, then anybody can be the leader at exactly. any given time. Yep. And that's, um, I, cool. I appreciated the emphasis on, um, we have this kind of, I would almost say a disillusion mm-hmm. of what a leader is. Yeah. Yeah. Common, that came up commonly. Time, time and again. you know, we want to say the leader, well, that's the person in charge. Yeah. And you're like, not necessarily. Nope. Right. Changes you know, from moment every, to moment. Moment to moment. Everybody has different roles mm-hmm. and tasks. Yes, there might be one person who has more responsibility yeah. than others, but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't, doesn't minimize make you the leader either. The the other work. Exactly. And it doesn't yeah. make you the leader either. It yeah. just means that you have a greater role of responsibility. Yeah. And that was one of the things I think that was was cool and was emphasized. Um, I'm forgetting the guy's name, the lollipop guy who talked about like we have a misconception about mm-hmm. leadership and that leadership is only in these like like prestigious or visible roles. And he's like, no, leadership is happening all the time all around us. And we need to start recognizing, honoring that, that when I'm doing X, Y, and Z, I'm being a leader. I am displaying leadership characteristics. And I, I think that um, they definitely drove that home if not always explicitly, I think that that came up time and time again, that there are opportunities to be a leader in in what we would traditionally consider small ways, but that add up to really meaningful um, impacts and that we should honor that and we should own that and be like, yeah, heck yeah, I was leading when I did this. When I stepped back and shut up, I was leading. I, that was a form of leadership that allowing somebody else or raising somebody else up or supporting them um, was a form of leadership. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it was a very good. So uh, one thing that I got asked a lot at this camp, which I found very surprising, still kind of do. Um, how many people that were like, is this your first time coming? And my answer was always yes. But I was like, is it really common for people to come back? And is this not a good camp and that you have to repeat it? Like, <laughs> um, Is there grading? Like, yeah, I was know, like, did, did, like, can I fail out? Yeah. Are they going to make me repeat this? Um, but a lot of people do come back um, because they enjoy it so much. Or I guess they feel like after years they need a refresher. Um, so this was your first time attending. Yes. Have What are your thoughts on going back? Is that something? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I had already talked to. Oh, uh, you've already planned for I already, it. <laughs> I already talked to um, my uh, my group mediators and said, hey, you know, what's the process of coming back in your role? Oh, to be a facilitator. To be a facilitator. Yeah. And um, I, they, you know, they told me that, you know, they trained for this for like six months. Yeah. Ahead of time. So you got to have the time. You, you got to dedicate. You have the time. Yeah. And um, they, go, they go and do 
every activity that we yep. do before we get there. Yep. Um, and so, but they, they love it. I mean, yeah. you talk to people who've been coming here since it started in 2004, 2005, yeah. Yeah. and they're like, I will come back every single every year. Every time if they'll let me. If yeah. they'll let me. Yeah. Simply because of kind of that transformative shift in how yeah. people think and the relationships you build. Um, yeah. You know, Top Gun Team One. Uh, Is that what you guys were? You were yep. Team One? Uh, you yep. were the first team. We were the last team. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that, that group was just a phenomenal group of people. Yeah. Um, and I, I wouldn't have traded. And the food's not bad either. Yeah. No. <laughs> I wouldn't have traded that group, you know, for anything else. Um, yeah. I've made some great, great friendships and relationships out of that. Yeah. And, uh, and are you really keeping in touch with people too? Absolutely. Yeah. We've got a Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. There up, you so. go. <laughs> so, yeah. That's surprising to me. The young, the young group came up with a Facebook page. Well, um, we, we had, some, we had it, we had some international folks. So our, one of our facilitators is Italian. And so the WhatsApp is a very like international um, text messaging system. So we have a WhatsApp. We have some page. seasoned uh, facilitators. Uh, oh, so it was your facilitators <laughs> that made the, fa- <laughs> they, 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 they pushed they, the Facebook they page. Push for <gasps> Facebook. Okay. That makes so. more sense. <laughs> okay. I was like, really? The, the, the younger group is choosing fa- okay that yes. makes sense so your facilitators facilitated yes. the facebook page yeah. <laughs> got it but it, you know i appreciated the facilitators for being so personal yeah and one-on-one i mean when when again going back to the whole just introducing themselves by their first name it's yeah. just the weirdest thing but it's <laughs> but when it, when you're in that situation it's also like the kindest gesture of i'm a yeah. friend right yeah. you've yeah. broken down not, all i'm the above barriers. you or any of this yeah the, yep. the, we're all just people here it's so funny because it took me a long time to, to figure that out and i actually even brought this up in one of the morning sessions about the the first name thing and because uh, it took me a long time as a faculty member because you know it's weird the transition happens slowly it's not like one day they like give you a manual and like here's all the things you need to do now that you're faculty or whatever but it happens slowly you start as a student where you're like yep I'm down here and everybody is you know doctor and sir and you know whatever um, and then during my internship and this is just like regionally in, in my internship everybody was called by their last names but just their last names like I was Connor I wasn't Dr. Connor I was just Connor um, so even though this, you had the degree I had you were yeah an internship. but like that was the faculty too. Like I didn't call him Dr. Graves. It was just Graves like that. We, that was just the culture there. And so it was this interesting, um, like mixture of formality and in, like informality, is that mm-hmm. whatever. So, um, but yeah, so it was sort of casual, but also like last names. And then when I got to my residency at a different location, it was first names. Like, uh, you know, the students would still refer to the clinicians as doctors, but like I called my mentors by their first names. They called me by my first name and I loved that. I absolutely loved it. And, but the students, it was still like doctor. And, and I, at the time liked that. I wanted the students to call me doctor. I think about that now. I don't really know why. Um, probably cause it's like, I haven't had that title that long and I still <laughs> feel very strongly about it. I don't know. You're like, yeah, no, there's a separate, like I'm two years older than you, whatever. But, um, I, I like, I laugh about it now. But um, at clients, I would introduce myself as Dr. Connor. But um, to the people I worked with, the technicians would call me by my first name. I loved it. It was awesome. Then um, when I was at um, uh, my faculty position at the University of Florida, it was doctor, last name, very formal. And I would try to get like the technicians at least or my residents, um, like you can just call me Bobby. Like it's fine. Um, nope, not comfortable <laughs> with that. And I'm like, okay. I was like, I, you know, and, that, and that's fine if you're yeah. not comfortable with it. But I was like, oh, but I liked it when everybody was just first name. I thought it was really cool. Um, and then, but then like you would see people outside. I was like, if you see me outside of work, it has to be my first name. Like that's just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had a, like a, a slow pitch softball team that we got together. It was like, we need to be very 
clear. Like there is no titles. Yeah. Like we're not out there like, yeah, nice hit Dr. Carnes. Like that's dumb. Like yeah. we're not going to do that. So like in those circumstances, people would be okay with it. And then um, I remember one time, like I had, you know, one of my residents who would always call me Dr. Connor, Dr. And at one point she said, Bobby. And I was like, I mean, I, I didn't mind it, but I was like, that was weird. Like, and she was like, oh, I just felt like that. I was like, I mean, that's fine. Like I, it was just in two and a half years, you've never called me by my first. I was not sure you guys knew what my first name was. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so it is it, even here, like I can't get even like the other faculty kind of go back and forth. And sometimes they'll call me Dr. Connor and then Bobby. And I'm just like, Bobby's fine. But what I found weird as a faculty member, um, like how am I supposed to sign my emails? Right. And, um, and I know there are some people that would just put their initials mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, that's weird. But like, and, and then that's fine. But I, that would never felt right to me. Um, and some people would just not sign it and just have their signature. So it's got their full name. I was like, okay, I'm like, what am I going to do? And I've started just signing my emails, Bobby, cause that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, why has this taken me so long to figure out? But it does feel weird. Like, and, and after a while it is kind of odd. And, um, and I've had some students, um, I think because I signed my emails, Bobby will call me Bobby. And then they realize later, they're like, is this okay? I'm like, it's fine. Whatever you're comfortable with. And others won't. And, and again, so I've just like, you know what, let people decide for themselves. Um, but I've gotten over that whole, I need you to call me by my, again, if I introduce myself to a client, Client, I say I'm Dr. Connor mostly because I want to establish that is my role and that's the easiest way to do that. Um, and, and then I also like, I'm not trying to become friends with clients and create like, so it yeah. keeps that, that little, I want that to be a little more formal. Yeah. And um, I think but yeah, it's funny. I think that's what VLE does a great job. You know, we talked about kind of that ambiguity coming in and uh -huh. not knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. And I think that's actually essential and intentional. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, because you have to have some of that uncertainty mm -hmm. when you're coming in mm -hmm. to really have that growth. Because yeah. that's one of the things we talked about. You know, you have like that So really, we shouldn't be recording this. We shouldn't let people well, know what this is going to be like. <laughs> we'll let VLE decide if they want it to put it out there. <laughs> yeah. So you have like that core area of comfort. Then you have that area of growth where you have to put yourself out there. And then you have that area of chaos where you're yeah. not growing at all. Yeah. And so they already out of the gate have put you in that area that of growth zone. Yeah. Where you're growing. Where the stretch zone, I think the they stretch, called it. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so you, you're just already there and yeah. you're like, okay, well, what they do told I call you a little people bit, and how do yeah. I work with them? And what's this relationship? Yeah, Cause we, we made name like? tags, but I, nobody put last names on their name tags. I don't think like, I, I, I didn't have my last name on my name tag. So you, no. you had no option. And it also didn't say what my role was. Nope. It didn't say if I was faculty or student. I mean, I think people can look at me and tell that I was probably not a student, but <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody uh, mistook me. And it didn't say student. where you were from. Nope. You were, some people put that on there, but most did. people didn't. But you were, yeah. you know, you were forced to ask those questions. Yep. What do you do? Where do you go? I remember, um, you know, when we were sitting there for the buses and we were sitting at the table and you uh -huh. happened to know one of the faculty members yeah. from Missouri. And I was like, what do I call her? Like, yeah. is, is it, yeah. you know, and, and you you're like doing other a quick decide. Google search oh, and that's you're so like, funny. are you a doctor or are you this? Are you Cause that? not even all the faculty weren't all doctors either. Exactly. Like some of them were staff members. Yep. yep. Exactly. And then I appreciated <laughs> having, um, there was also some administrative faculty mm -hmm. members there yep. as well. So people who are yep. not DVMs, yep. but are in associated roles, whether yep. they're student support or DEI yep. or in, in just general yep. administration. And then you're like, okay, well, get and talk to them and see all these different roles. Cool. And then you're like, oh, well, do you know this person? And oh, they're yeah. like, oh, yeah. Such a tiny person. profession. Yeah. <laughs> Such a tiny profession. So, but yeah, but really going back to just being in that stretch zone, they, mm -hmm. they constantly are pushing you towards it. Yeah. Now, they won't stop you if you want to stay in your comfort zone. And yeah. Or back you up. You're like, back okay, up. this got too far. But, um, 
but yeah, it's just a phenomenal experience for yeah. really growing and understanding both yourself and your team and how to function with other people. So you'd recommend it. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Well, um, Will, thank you so much for coming. It was fun just kind of like reminiscing after a couple of weeks and, and talking about the experience and seeing a lot of, a lot of similarities, although some differences for sure um, in, in our respective experiences. But um, absolutely something I would recommend to others. And, um, you know, it, and the food really is good. Um, so you don't have to be skeptical of that. You don't have to believe me. You can try for yourself. Bring some snacks. You won't need them. Um, but uh, thank you so much for coming and chatting. I think this was good. Um, if uh, if something you're interested in, I, I think just about every vet school was was represented. So. Um, so if you're currently in a vet school, out of vet school, working at one and, and want to do this. But there were some people from industry too. Um, so you don't have to be associated with a university to go to this. They have spots for people who are specifically not um, uh, at a university who who can attend as well so um it's really open to anybody and everybody as far as i know once a year as far as i know that's once a year um if it gets real popular maybe they'll do it more often but something to look into and uh yeah thanks again for for joining um and i hope that you'll come back to the show and talk about something else cool maybe when you're uh, um i don't know come back for something come up come up with something cool to talk about i'll think about it (laughs) all right thanks will 